Well, 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 look who's back. It would be... Mike. And Mary. That's why we call our podcast Mondays. With Mike and Mary. And welcome to the podcast. <laughs> Thanks for joining us. I feel silly today. <clears throat> good. Silly's good. <laughs> Silly's good. This is our chance to reflect back on our recent coaching calls, pick out some highlights for you, both a parade of techniques and an Ask the Experts. I got a couple doozies today. How about you? Oh, I can't wait to hear yours. And of course, I do too. Why don't you start with Parade of Techniques? We've got such good teams, don't we? Oh, my gosh. Teams already coming together, sharing ideas, solving problems. Oh, my goodness. So much fun. They are smart. They know this business inside and out. It's just great. And they're Wickmanized for the most part. Those that aren't are working toward becoming smarter at Wickman Dialogues. I got the most incredible seminar on how to sell building lots. Oh, really? Yeah, I thought, Ooh. oh boy, this is going to be a boring question. Oh. Wow, was it ever great. All right, is that great what you're answer. bringing? No, you're doing... I just wanted oh. to know. They're so smart. I never would have thought, here we could do a half hour on selling building lots, but man, it was great stuff. You know, there's something about people coming together in a spirit of harmony for a common cause mm-hmm. that brings the best stuff out of the woodwork. I got a parade of techniques today, and you're going to love this one. So this is someone who came to Master Sales Academy for the first time ever, um, watched the expired listing panel yeah. up on the stage, and heard from three Get By Giving Award winners who all work expired listings successfully, make a ton of money doing it, and they all do it completely differently. Yeah. And here was her takeaway. I think I could use this in my market, not for expireds, but just to like get listings using it as a just listed, just sold. So what she came home and did is she took a handwritten, uh, she took an envelope, hand writes the address, puts her return address without the company name. So it just has the address of the property. All of this is handwritten, hand stamped. And then inside is a letter. And the letter says, you know, dear Mr. It's actually, she uses uh, the Coles or white pages or something to right. determine who's, uh, the, what's the name of the person that she's going to sell, uh, reach out to. And she says, due to the success of our open house, uh, the property at, with the address, uh, went pending in eight days or seven days or whatever it is. And um, I would be happy to tell you the price after the closing. Um, this can be kind of a challenge in this market. And there are buyers that are interested in properties in your area. If it was multiple offers, she says that, that there are other buyers that wanted that house that didn't get it. So I'm writing to ask if you are thinking of moving. She does 50 of those around every new listing. And uh, again, after they've closed, she's got a a process, a series, a system. That's what she heard from the three people up on stage. So she sends one right away when it's listed. Um, She sends one two weeks later, um, but it's not in the same envelope. Now it's an oversized full color postcard. And then she sends one two weeks after that. And she has taken three listing appointments as a result of that little system. Isn't that neat? It's great. Parade of techniques. Yep. Systems work. Yeah. If you work them. That's right. Yeah. Well, my parade of techniques uh, came as a result of uh, bewilderment and overwhelm from social media. Oh, well, that is a category that most people can relate to. What do I do? How do I do? Which one? What do I post? Blah, 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 blah. Yeah. Well, 
Instagram. Yes. And I love this little technique, which is if you don't feel like posting on four, three or four or two different media, just post on one and link them. And you can do that with Instagram and Facebook. Yes, sir. And video is very engaging. Business content video on Instagram, link it to Facebook, save yourself some time. But that was great. Yeah, that is a great tool. How about an Ask the Experts question? Ask the Experts. Well, I got a student whose uh, listed property, uh, the property is listed at one thirty nine nine. It's sold in multiple offer situations for 147000 and the buyer ended up walking away. Why? So, not relevant. Okay. So now, this is an investor-owned property. It's sitting vacant, and there's been no activity, not even a showing in the last two weeks. Multiple offers at 10000 over asking, and now it's nothing. Right. Wow. What do I do? Yeah. I love this question because, you know, we do bump into that. And she feels this great sense of responsibility. And, you know, so anyway, I'm just going to rattle off in no specific order what the advice was. That's all great. Um, show them, uh, ask them the question, if we had an offer for 135 would you take it today? Ask them that question. Get them to suggest the price reduction. Um, here's another one. Uh, do some reverse prospecting using your MLS or your company. Mm -hmm. You know, who's got a buyer for that? And then attract the buyer by offering this property. Uh, cancel the listing and then relist it. Um, and one person had just done that and the property got sold in a week. Now, obviously, some board of realtors, you have to take it off the market for 30 days in order to cancel and relist. That's not what we're recommending. But some, you don't have to do that. Um uh, raise the price. How about that? Raise sure. the price from one thirty nine nine to one forty because it's a more searchable yep. price. And then, what if every three days or four days you change the photo, you change the comments, so now it's getting additional price, press. And then, how about this one? Find out how the seller feels. Is the seller crowding you? Is the seller chomping at the bit? Or is it right. you that's losing your mind? Uh -huh. And maybe you do built-in price reductions. Every Friday, it comes down four grand or three grand or whatever it is. So anyway, get creative. And there was a handful of ideas that might help you, my dear listeners, in case you have a listing upon which there is no activity. Now, $140,000 listing, what's 1% of that? $1,400. Yeah, a $1,400 price reduction isn't going to attract anybody. But a 1% commission increase, which is the same effect to the seller's net, is going to attract Cobrokes. Um, you know, another thing that could be done is that 1% could be used to offer toward buyer's closing costs. There you go. In that price range, that will make a significant difference. So... And what are you referring to, Mr. Palin? It's the marketability checklist. Yep. And there is a list of a bunch of items that cost us nothing to use that help increase marketability. That would be a terrific tool. That didn't come out on our call, but obviously a terrific tool to use when meeting with your sellers. Exactly. All right. Your turn. Ask the experts. Just coming out of the busiest quarter of my career, closing-wise... Income-wise, the best quarter I've had in quite a while. And guess what? 
lots of mistakes going on. Oh. Um, I feel like I'm out of control. Like my business oh. is out of control because we've been so busy. Can't manage it as tightly yeah. as before. So how do I stop and take the reins back without losing momentum? Because I've really got some momentum built, you know. And it's this is a person with a couple people on their team that are support people, admin people, They're right. not other not agents. <clears throat> so first of all, first suggestion was, well, you got to re-engineer. You got to go to the mountain, right? Take, take two days, one day for fun and one day to re-engineer everything. And then write, write it off. And come <laughs> back with a six month action plan for the rest of this year without a plan. You know what, who said that? Oh yes. He said, a goal without a plan is a dream. We've heard that before, right? That would be Floyd Wickman. Yeah, other advice. Hold on for the ride. You got momentum going. Just hold on. Keep going. Don't take your foot off the gas now. And whatever you do, don't go out and hire somebody else. Right. This would be the worst time to do that. So it ain't broke. You're making money hand over fist. Keep going. And, you know, clean up the mess later when things slow down. Don't worry about it now. But if the mistakes are bothering you, then you got to get you and your team to make sure you avoid multitasking. You know what doesn't work? Multitasking. Because you don't do either thing that you're trying to do simultaneously as well as you could if you were focused on it. So focus yourself and focus your team on focus on doing one important thing at a time. Now, how do you get people to do one important thing at a time? Teach them and make them do the top five every day. Maybe you do it at the end of the day so that the subconscious works on it. Overnight? And, yeah, and you hit the ground running. Um, but whatever you do, don't compromise service because continuing to offer world-class service is what will continue to fuel your business, right? So give your team and yourself some LFTs. And it's all about how you handle the mistakes. What did Floyd teach us about handling mistakes, especially with people on your team? Criticize in private, praise in public. So look for the good, praise it publicly. The mistakes you handle privately, not publicly. And... That top five thing, that's really top five is what, what makes producers continually work high priority activities. Well, I don't think you can delegate and have no mistakes. Yeah. So that's the, the kiss of death for a lot of people that attempt to delegate and then the mistakes drive them crazy. So they take it all back themselves. And now your business is not growing. It's shrinking. I quoted you. Did you? Yes. Oh, Mary boy. says, yeah. if mistakes... If you lose your mind over mistakes, you'll never be comfortable delegating. Right. And, you know, I couldn't help but think about re-engineering as Floyd taught us, you know, to take that bird's eye view. What if you made a list of all the properties that you've closed and then next to the addresses, you made a list of what was the error? Is there a recurring theme there that would be easy to fix? Is there a system that maybe just needs a little bit of tweaking and half those problems would have gone away? Or are those problems part of somebody else's job? Somebody else made the mistake and I just need to learn to follow up with them. 
So yeah, it could be. You know, we we've got to keep that balance between being problem preventers and problem solvers. There's always going to be both sides. But if you start getting out of balance and way too much time solving problems and not enough time preventing them, uh, that's when you start feeling out of control. So True that. Oh, that was good. Thank yeah. you so much for sharing that. I think that's true for all of us. Take the reins back. Yeah, love it. Have a wonderful week. Speaking of the reins, are you in control of your week coming up? Did you do your smart week this week? Are you doing your top five every single day? And if you have no idea what I'm talking about, you need to get to floydwickman.com and figure it out because we got all kinds of opportunities for you to learn and get control of your business. And while you're doing the smart week, don't neglect train the brain. Got to work on the inside at the same time as we work on the outside. Listening right? to these podcasts is a good way to do that too. Absolutely. Yeah. Thanks for listening. <laughs>